This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplots.agency. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A bill to fund USDA and the FDA advanced in the procedural process today, but the path to move the measure through the House remains murky at best. The bill was discussed at a House Rules Committee hearing this afternoon. House conservatives have targeted the House Ag Appropriations Bill with amendments that would cut the bill even further than the reductions already approved by the House Appropriations Committee. There's also a handful of efforts to introduce social issues into the bill through policy writers. Rules Committee ranking Democrat Jim McGovern says it misses the mark. And I keep hearing this will get fixed in the Senate. No. This is not how this should work. But Ag Appropriations Subcommittee Chair Andy Harris says the measure includes necessary fiscal restraint and key policy changes. This bill also reigns in regulatory overreach, protects agricultural land from our foreign adversaries, and restricts the Secretary of Agriculture's discretionary spending authority under the Commodity Credit Corporation. But if House leadership is unable to resolve issues with House conservatives who are threatening to oppose the bill, the language stands little chance of heading to conference with the Senate. Stay tuned to agripulse.com for the latest as the chamber approaches its August recess. In other news, Senate Ag Committee Chair Debbie Stabenow says the politics around federal nutrition programs will be a major obstacle for lawmakers as they write the upcoming farm bill, but not the biggest obstacle. Instead, she says the inexperience of Congress when it comes to farm policy will be a high hurdle to clear. The biggest thing is that we have a very new Congress, uh, mostly House but some Senate, and we have actually 260 people who've never voted on a farm bill. They haven't been here five years. Some have barely been here five months. Sabanow made those remarks at an event hosted by Axios this morning. This will be her sixth farm bill and her third as the top Democrat on Senate Ag. Speaking of the farm bill, familiar language is about to re-enter the discussion. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more. Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley plans to reintroduce his Farm Program Integrity Act this week. The longtime Senate Ag Committee member has pushed the amendment in every recent Farm Bill process and says it's critical to do it once again. The bill would set sound enforceable payment limits for federal subsidies, ensuring that payments are reserved for actively engaged farmers. Those happen to be folks, as I describe them, with dirt under their fingernails. It would also cap the amount of, that a recipient is eligible for from the Farm Bill Commodity Programs at either $125,000 for an individual or $250,000 per operation. Grassley says 10% of the biggest farmers are getting 70% of the benefits from farm programs. Grassley's efforts to get the legislation in the upcoming Farm Bill could be complicated by the influence of Arkansas Republican John Bozeman as the Senate Ag's top GOP member. Southern agriculture groups have long argued against the limitations in Grassley's bill. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pagel. Finally today, the National FFA Organization has about 300 members in town this week for its annual State Officer Summit, and the crew of Blue Jackets took to Capitol Hill today. All told, members from across the country took part in about 175 meetings in the House and Senate. Ohio State FFA Vice President-at-Large Lauren Thornhill says she's getting a broader look at the government this week. 
We've kind of seen our state legislative a little bit, but seeing our uh, more of like a wider view of it has been a really, really good experience for all of us and given us the opportunity to kind of advocate for our side of things as well. Ohio State President Luke Jennings says the event has included broader advocacy instruction as well. We're really focusing on how we can better utilize our skills to advocate for FFA agriculture and agriculture educations. The members use their meetings to encourage participation in the FFA caucuses of the House and Senate and push for a handful of farm bill provisions critical to career and technical education. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.